Si trajo su Biblia, vaya por favor a Romanos capítulo 5. If you brought your Bible, go to Paul's letter to the Romans. The fifth chapter of that letter, Romanos capítulo 5. We're reading beginning at verse 1 with our emphasis on verses 2 and 3 and verse 11. Aren't you glad that God still has a plan for America? We have had a tragic week as a nation, and yet God has a plan in all of this. And the church is being called to rise and to be firm, to be strong, as well to be holy, to walk uprightly before God. And uh, tonight I want to share with you three reasons for our joy. Uh, quiero compartir con ustedes esta noche tres razones por nuestro gozo out of Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained our introduction by faith into the grace in which we stand And we exalt in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for a good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrated His own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. And not only this, say not only this, but we also exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Father, I thank You for Your Word, which is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, and is able to divide between the soul and the spirit. I pray tonight that you would equip my lips of clay to preach the word of the living God. And I pray that in the time that we have together, this congregation and I might sit at the feet of the Savior and hear the voice of the Spirit and learn of Him. I pray that you would anoint our heart to put into action the word of faith tonight. And I ask this in the, in the mighty name of Jesus, your Son, And the church said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Puede tomar su lugar. I want to give you three reasons for our joy. In the midst of any moment in life when there is crisis, for the believer there is joy. No importa la situación de la vida del creyente, siempre hay razón de tener gozo. Do you know that there is a difference between happiness and joy? 
hay una, una diferencia entre la, el estar contento y el tener gozo. Happiness comes and goes, but joy is an enduring work of God in our heart. La, el contentamiento, el estar contento es un sentir emocional que viene y va en nuestra vida. Pero el gozo es algo más allá, es una obra de Dios en nuestra vida. And so I want you just to say that with me. Joy is a work of the Spirit in my life. El gozo es una obra del Espíritu en nuestra vida. Joy is the thermostat. And it sets the temperature of our life. Happiness is like a thermometer. It rises and falls with circumstances. El contentamiento, el estar contento es como uh, está siempre subiendo y bajando, no pudiendo estar estable, pero uh, el gozo es algo permanente, algo que da, da uh, estabilidad a nuestra vida. We have read, and I'm sure you've been taught throughout uh, your time in, in Bible school or Sunday school, that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. El gozo es un fruto del Espíritu Santo en nuestra vida. God cannot be somewhere and not bring joy. Dios no puede estar presente en un lugar y no traer el gozo. His very presence, the Bible says, in His presence is the fullness of joy. Dice la Escritura que en su presencia está la plenitud de gozo. When you've been in the presence of God, joy will be the result. Cuando usted ha estado en la presencia de Dios, el gozo será siempre el resultado. Now the Apostle Paul gives us about 43 sermons in this one paragraph that we read today, but I can't preach them all tonight, and I could go real deep and, and heavy on all of the wonders of, uh, of Bible doctrine and theology that are found in this portion of Scripture, but if you want all that, you're going to have to come to the Bethel School of Ministry and take the class on Romans. So I can't give you all that tonight. I just want to give you three reasons for your joy. The first reason, and I want to preface this by saying that the Apostle Paul, in the translation of Scripture, uses the word exalt. And the word exalt in the Greek could really have been transla translated rejoice. So we read in verse 2, leemos en el verso 2, he says that we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Dice que nos regocijamos en la esperanza de la gloria de Dios. This is the first reason for our joy. We rejoice because we have hope. Nos regocijamos porque tenemos esperanza. We still have hope. Aún permanece la esperanza. When you have nothing else, if you have hope, you have a reason to rejoice. Cuando no tienes nada más, si tienes la esperanza, tienes la razón la razón por la cual tener gozo. For you see, hope, the Bible says, does not disappoint. La esperanza no nos deja decepcionados. That hope which Paul is talking about is built upon faith. Esta esperanza que di, di, habla el apóstol Pablo es una esperanza establecida sobre la fe. Our God is a God 
of hope. Nuestro Dios es un Dios de esperanza. When he speaks, his word alone brings hope. Cuando él habla, su palabra trae esperanza. How many of you have ever heard the word of God and it just lifted your spirit? ¿Cuántos de ustedes han escuchado la palabra de Dios y levantó su espíritu? Dio ánimo a su espíritu. That's the glorious effect of the word of God. It brings hope to the hopeless heart. La esperanza o la palabra de Dios trae esperanza al corazón desesperado. Trae esperanza y alivio al corazón del hombre. Why do we hope in God? The Bible says that the hope, that our hope is like an anchor for the soul. Dice la Escritura que la esperanza es como un ancla para el alma. We have hope in the stability of God. Tenemos esperanza en la estabilidad de Dios. We have hope in the fact that God does not change. Tenemos esperanza en el hecho de que Dios no cambia. Que Él sigue igual. Él sigue y permanece fiel. As we said this morning, God is enduringly faithful. And because He will not change, we have hope in this fact. Not only this, but I want to tell you that we have hope because God receives the humble every time. También tenemos esperanza porque Dios siempre recibe al humilde. God always rejects the proud. Dios siempre rechaza al orgulloso, pero Él recibe al humilde. So you never have to go to God's throne hopeless. Because as long as you are willing to humble yourself before God, there is hope that He will receive you. Mientras usted esté dispuesto a humillarse delante del trono de Dios, Él está dispuesto a recibirlo. You know the Bible talks about two men. Saul and David. Saul was a man who sinned against God. David was also a man who sinned against God. Saul never could say I was wrong. Uh, Saul en, la, en el Antiguo Testamento nunca podía decir estuve mal. David en el lado opuesto también hizo errores en, 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 en si sí, David pecó peor uh, que Saul en mi opinión y mi estimación del caso, pero él supo humillarse delante de Dios. Saul would never say I'm wrong. And David, although in my estimation he sinned more grievously than Saul, yet he knew how to humble himself before God. We read in Psalm 51 that he said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. He was speaking to God from a condition of humility. David hablaba con Dios en un estado de humildad diciendo Señor crea un, en mí un corazón limpio. Hazme nuevo. No quites tu espíritu de mí. Y en esa oración el rey se humilló delante de Dios. Y Dios lo escuchó. David humbled himself before God and God received him. 
I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter how badly you've messed up. It doesn't matter how many times you have messed up. If you will humble yourself before God, there is hope that He will receive you. No importa que tan grande sea el fracaso o cuantas veces hayas fracasado, si te humillas delante de Dios, hay esperanza de que Él te va a recibir. That's the gospel message, church. Este es el mensaje del evangelio pero dice la palabra que él mira de lejos al altivo he looks far away he rejects the proud I told you a couple weeks ago that God by his nature is required to oppose pride because pride stands up against the very nature of God el orgullo se levanta contra la misma naturaleza de Dios por lo tanto, Dios se tiene que oponer al orgullo, pero dice que Él habita entre los humildes. But He abides within the humble. Oh, church, you know, you and I can experience the presence of God. Every Sunday we'll come in here and humble ourselves before God. We can experience the presence of God in every prayer meeting if we will humble ourselves before God. We can experience the presence of God in every small group gathering if we will humble ourselves before the presence of God. Is there anybody in here who knows that God is willing and ready to receive the humble of heart? Whatever it is that you may go through, you have hope in that fact. Usted y yo tenemos esperanza en este hecho que Jehová recibe al humilde. We have hope in the fact that God shows up in the midst of our trouble. Tenemos esperanza en el hecho de que Dios está presente en nuestra en nuestro problema y en nuestra tribulación. For you see, you have not been abandoned to chaos or to chance. Usted no ha sido abandonado al, al caos, sino que usted ha sido uh, ha sido protegido por la por la palabra y la promesa de Dios. Él dice, yo nunca te dejaré ni te abandonaré. He has given you the protection of his promise and his word. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Friend, you can take that to the bank. Usted puede llevar eso al banco. En eso hay gran esperanza. There is great hope in that. In knowing that God is always present to those who need him. En saber que Dios está siempre presente a los que claman a Él y a los que lo necesitan. In the darkest hour of life, you can have hope. En la hora más tenebrosa de tu vida, puedes tener esperanza. Porque la esperanza no es el hombre. La esperanza está en Dios. Because hope is not in man. Our hope is in the Lord. Our hope, I said, is in the Lord. Nuestra esperanza está en Dios. The psalmist said, I would have lost hope. If I had not believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Dijo el salmista, yo hubiese perdido la esperanza si no hubiese creído que iba a ver la bondad de Dios en la tierra de los vivientes. Two things there. First of all, David said, I know that I will see the goodness of God. Not just when I get to heaven, not just in the sweet by and by, but here and now, right now on this earth, in 
the middle of what I'm going through, I'm going to see the goodness of God. Dice David, yo voy a ver la, bondad, la, la bondad de Dios. No solamente cuando llegue al cielo, allá en las calles de oro, allá cuando llegue a la tierra celeste. No, él dice, yo voy a ver la bondad de Dios en la tierra de los vivientes. Y hermano, en eso se aferró David. David stuck to that commitment that God's promise was sure. He said, I would have given up hope. Because you can imagine that David had all of these challenges against him. David teniendo todo lo opuesto a él, sabía que había uno que estaba de su lado. He knew that there was one that was on him, his side. All of Saul and his army could be against him, but if God before him, then who could be against him? Si Dios estaba con David, ¿quién, quién podía estar en contra de él? Entonces él dice, yo hubiese perdido esperanza. Pero yo me aferré a la voluntad o la bondad de Dios. How many of you have lost hope tonight? You've lost hope, not because God has abandoned you, but because you have taken your eyes off of Christ. You put them upon man. ¿Cuántos han perdido la esperanza esta noche? No porque Dios los ha abandonado, sino porque han puesto sus ojos en el hombre. O han puesto sus ojos en sí mismo. I'll tell you, friend, if your eyes are on you, it is a pitiful place to trust. If your eyes are on me, I am a pitiful place to trust. If your eyes are on a church, that is a pitiful place to trust. Put your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. He will bring about in your life what he has promised. Hope in the Lord. Rejoice in that hope. Rejoice in the fact that what God has promised, he will also perform. Now we not only have hope in the midst or, or, or hope in the glory, uh, rejoice in the, glo in the hope of the glory of God, but in verse 3, Paul gives us another reason for our joy. In el verso 3, Pablo nos da otra razón por nuestro gozo. Now, I know you're not going to like this one, but you need to go ahead and write it down in your notes and underline it in your Bible. Yo sé que este punto no le va a gustar, pero quiero que lo subraye en su Biblia. Are, are, are you all right with that? He says, we exalt in our tribulations. Oh, pastor, you should have stopped on point number one. Altar call. ¿Cómo que exaltamos en nuestra tribulación? Pastor, hubiese determinado el mensaje con el primer punto. What is Paul saying? I rejoice in tribulation. Dice Pablo, yo me regocijo en la tribulación. You know that word tribulation, it literally could be translated pressure. Esa palabra tribulación literalmente pudiera ser traducida como la presión. He's saying, I rejoice under pressure. Me regocijo bajo la presión. I know none of us like to be under pressure. Some of us work better under pressure, if we're honest. But nobody, I don't think, likes to be under pressure. Nadie le gusta estar bajo presión. A veces trabajamos mejor bajo presión. Some of you, if you didn't have a deadline, you'd never get it done. You have to have pressure. That's how I am. If I don't have a deadline, it's not going to happen. But Paul says we rejoice under pressure. 
We rejoice when we're being pressed. Why? Listen. ¿Por qué? Dice el apóstol esto. ¿Por qué nos regocijamos cuando estamos bajo presión? He says, knowing that pressure brings about perseverance. Dice, la presión, la, la tribulación produce perseverancia. It, it is working in us. I want you to say that with me. Pressure is producing something in me. Now you got to believe that. Pressure is producing something in you. You can rejoice under pressure because something is being produced. Podemos regocijarnos en la tribulación porque algo está siendo producido. What is being produced? Endurance is being produced. Perseverance is being produced. ¿Qué está siendo producido en nuestra vida? Bajo la presión se produce la perseverancia. The scripture says in the book of Hebrews, you have need of endurance. Dice la escritura, tenemos la necesidad de la perseverancia. So many have started out in the faith, but they did not have endurance. Muchos comenzaron en la fe, pero no tuvieron la perseverancia. No pudieron perseverar. But the scripture says this, He that endureth unto the end shall receive the crown of life. Dice la escritura, que el que perseverare hasta el fin, este será salvo. You and I, we all began our Christian walk with a bunch of other people, didn't we? But along the way, someone just started dropping off. Comenzamos nuestro caminar con Dios Y había muchos a nuestro lado Pero al transitar el camino Algunos comenzaron a fallar A dejar el camino They began to leave the way But you're still going Now here's the problem If you start looking at them They'll discourage you too Si usted pone la mirada en ellos Usted se va a desanimar también There comes a point in everybody's life When they have to decide in their spiritual life I'm going on with or without you Viene un momento en la vida de cada cristiano cuando tiene que decidir voy a servir a Dios solo aunque nadie vaya conmigo yo voy a, ser, a servir a Dios you have to decide I am going to serve the Lord with or without you I hope it's with you I hope you endure I hope you come along but if you don't Just let me go on record right now. I am going all the way with God. Le voy a decir ya desde una vez yo voy a ir hasta el fin con Dios. Aunque nadie más me acompañe, yo voy a ir con Dios. You know, I, I, I've shared this with the young people so many times. They get around their friends and if their friends are all fired up for God, they're fired up for God. If their friends are all cold and stale, then they're cold and stale too. But there comes a day in that young man's life, that young lady's life when they realize, you know what, I can't be deciding by, by the group whether I'm going to serve God or not, it's me and my house it's my decision, I am going to serve the Lord, and they decide for themselves, the old hymn says, I have decided to follow Jesus anybody in here decided? habrá alguien aquí que está decidido a seguir a Cristo? And then the last verse says, Though none go with me, still I will follow. 
Though none go with me, still I will follow. Aunque nadie me acompañe, yo voy a seguir adelante. I love what the scripture says. It says that Jesus was preaching. He was preaching a hard sermon. Jesús estaba predicando un sermón difícil. It was hard to receive. He said, if you do not eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part in me. Él dijo, si no comieres de mi carne y bebieres de mi sangre, no tienes parte conmigo. And the Bible says that the crowds left him. Dice la escritura que la multitud lo dejó. Oh man, this, this is a cult. This is cannibalism. Ya se des, descompuso este predicador. And Jesus, when he saw that crowd leave, he turned to the disciples. And he asked a question. Jesús cuando vio a esos discípulos, a esos multitud que se iba, volteó y vio a los discípulos y les, les preguntó, ¿ustedes también se van a ir? He said, are you going to leave also? Don't you love it? Peter had something to say. He always had something to say. Pedro tuvo algo que decir. Dijo Pedro, Señor. Peter said, Lord, where can we go? Only you have the words of life. Come on, that's a decided man right there. The whole crowd can leave, but you have decided to endure, to persevere. Pedro había decidido perseverar. Solo tú tienes palabra de vida. Aunque todos te abandonen, yo voy a apegarme a ti porque tú eres el pan de vida. Tú eres el agua de vida. Tú eres el aliento para mi alma. Oh God, I can't leave you. You are the source of life. You are the source of my joy. The source of my strength. We exalt in our tribulation because our tribulation is producing something. What is it producing? It's producing perseverance. And perseverance is producing character. Y la perseverancia está produciendo el carácter. Character is built over a long period of time with consistent action. El carácter es producido sobre un largo plazo de tiempo con acciones consistentes y cuando ese ese niño esa niña va a, aprendiendo a, a levantarse ir a la escuela hacer su tarea esa perseverancia está produciendo carácter that little boy that little girl goes to school they learn how to get up they learn how to turn in their homework they learn how to say yes sir yes ma'am they learn how to uh, how to make friends and influence people you know they go, they go through all of school learning all of those things it's producing character God says I'm putting you through school when I allow pressure to come into your life I'm putting you through school and if you will endure that endurance will produce character in your life. Cuando usted pasa por la presión esa presión produce carácter en nuestra vida y ese carácter se va a, se va formando no por lo, lo que es fácil sino por lo que es duro. Characters form not by the easy thing, but by the hard thing. You say, Pastor, it's too hard. 
Well, look at the look at the alternative. Usted dice, pero pastor, es muy duro. Sí, pero ve la alternativa. Una vida sin sin uh, sin algún alcance, sin un, algún logro en life, without any success or accomplishment for the glory of God, a life lived by our own will and pleasure. Una vida vivida por su propio placer, no hermano, mejor es pasar la presión que Dios permite para que al fin tengamos el carácter para pararnos firme en la hora de la aflicción. We must have character to be able to stand in the midst of endurance in the midst of hard times so the pressure's on some of you right now the pressure's on pressure to bend and break la presión está sobre algunos de ustedes de quebrar de de ir con el la corriente del mundo to follow the current and the path of this world but if you will endure your character's being formed the Bible says your proven character will produce hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our heart. Can God shape your character? ¿Podrá Dios amoldar tu carácter? You know, sometimes we let ourselves off the hook. Have you ever left, let yourself off the hook? That's just how I am. A veces nos damos un, una pasada. Así soy yo. Ni modo. Así soy yo. Él sabía eso cuando se casó conmigo. He knew that when he married me. That that's how I am. Ah, parece que han oído eso. I think you've heard that before. And we give ourselves a pass. Like, that's just how I am. I have a short temper. That's just how I am. And God is not content with letting you be just how you are. Dios no está contento con dejarte ser como eres. He didn't save you so you could stay like you were. He saved you that you might become the image of his son. Él no te salvó para que quedares igual, sino que para, para que fueras formado en la imagen de Cristo. So you need to say, that's just how I was. De decir, así fui yo. How many of you have experienced change in your Christian walk? ¿Cuántos han, han tenido la experiencia de cambio en su vida cristiana? It didn't happen overnight for some of you, but over time, God has been pulling out, pulling out those things in our character, shaping our character to make us the man or woman that pleases Him, that man or woman that is in the image of Christ. We can rejoice in that. Podemos regocijarnos en esto, que Dios está produciendo algo en nuestra vida, aunque a veces duele. Sometimes it hurts a little. I. And yet, if he did not pull those things out of our character, we would never grow. Si él no saca esas cosas de nuestro carácter, no tuviéramos la madurez que él desea de nosotros. He says, I want you to grow up into the body and the head, which is Christ. Dice, yo quiero que crezcas hacia arriba para formar todo el cuerpo y ser parte de la cabeza que es Cristo Jesús. And then he gives us one more. Verse 11. 
We rejoice in hope. We rejoice in tribulation. And finally, we rejoice in God. Verso 11 nos dice, nos regocijamos en Dios. This is the easy one. But it's the hardest. Este es lo más fácil, quizás lo más difícil. Regocijarnos en Dios. For you see, we have an extraordinary, indescribable God. Tenemos un Dios indescribible. Maravillosas son sus perfecciones. Marvelous are his perfections. Friend, if you can't find anything else to rejoice in, look up. Si usted no haya nada más en lo, que, en lo cual regocijarse, mire hacia arriba. You know, we have had some very difficult times in the church in the last year. Hemos tenido algunos momentos muy difíciles en la iglesia en el año pasado. I have, as a pastor, buried three young men. One of them suicide, two of them murder. Where's the joy in that? Yo he tenido como pastor que sepultar a tres jóvenes, uno uh, que tomó su vida y otros que fueron asesinados en nuestra ciudad. ¿Dónde está el gozo en eso? I have, I have instructed the praise teams. We have come into those funerals with a full house of grieving hearts. What are we seeing, pastor? I tell them, Sing the hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy. Now, that's not the hymn you think about when you think about mourning. Les digo, cante el himno en el funeral, Santo, Santo, Santo. Ese no es el himno que pensamos cuando hablamos de un funeral. Why sing that hymn? Because I know that in the midst of grieving, when there are no earthly answers, the only way to find hope is to look up. La única manera de hallar esperanza cuando no hay esperanza es de mirar hacia arriba. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. God in three persons. Blessed Trinity. Santo, Santo, Santo. Dios Omnipotente. Dios en tres personas. Divina Trinidad. When earth doesn't make sense, hope in God. Rejoice in the marvelous perfection of God. Cuando la tierra no tiene sentido, regocíjate en la maravillosa perfección de Dios. Perfect in holiness. Perfect in righteousness. Perfect in, in His faithfulness. Perfect in His goodness. Perfect in His graciousness. Perfect in His mercy. Perfect in His love. Perfect in His power. Perfect in His presence. Perfect in His knowledge. Perfect, perfect, holy, holy, holy is the Lord.
in God regocíjate en Dios perfecto perfecto santo as I said this morning the longer you look at Christ the more the cares of this world fade from view every time you have a crisis you have a choice focus on the problem and the problem gets magnified or focus on God and God gets magnified I don't know what the problem is but when you have a problem you have a choice cuando hay problema en tu vida tienes dos opciones si, si te enfocas en el problema magnificas el problema pero si te enfocas en Dios magnificas a Dios when your eyes behold the king of glory all of his splendor and might when your mouth declares his praises out of pain out of sorrow out of guilt out of shame out of sin out of brokenness when your mouth declares the praises and glory of the Lord his presence and power come like a flood cuando tus ojos ven la maravillosa perfección de Dios y tu boca declara su santidad y su bondad del lugar de, de, de luto del lugar de, de problemas del lugar de crisis del lugar aún de tu pecado cuando comienzas a magnificar a Dios con tu boca hay ahí gran regocijo There's great joy in God because when you can't see God's hand you can trust his heart porque cuando no puedes ver la mano de Dios puedes confiar en su corazón que él no desviará a su hijo de su camino sino que lo guardará hasta llegar al destino that God will not misdirect his child from the path but he will lead him to the, to the place that he has purpose and designed for his life Rejoice. Rejoice, America. There's still hope. If you're still drawing breath, there's still hope. Are you still drawing breath? Then there's hope. Si todavía puede respirar, hay esperanza. Rejoice, Kingsway Church, when you're under pressure. Pressed and pulled and pushed by every side because God is producing something in you. Regocija en la tribulación, en la angustia cuando eres abatido por presión de cada lado porque Jehová está produciendo algo en ti. Regocíjate en tu Dios. Rejoice in God. Look to Him. Magnify Him.